0: Hello, everyone. Krista and Hannah here with a brief message before we start the episode. We are on the third season of Keys to Music Learning, and we have loved every second. Talking about audition-based piano instruction is a passion of ours, if you couldn't tell, and we thank you for listening and keeping us going. We recently
1: launched the Keys to Music Learning community. Similar to Patreon, this is a way to support the podcast and access bonuses, such as opportunities to attend podcast recordings and monthly meetings so you can pick our brains with your questions, share your successes, and connect with other teachers.
0: Become a silent partner for only $3 a month or, to access the bonuses, a friend of the podcast for $5 a month. Join today at musiclearningacademy.com slash keys to music learning community. The link will be in our show notes.
1: Thank you all for listening and enjoy the podcast.
0: Welcome to Keys to Music Learning. I'm Krista Yadro of Music Learning Academy.
1: And I'm Hannah
0: Mayo of Hannah Mayo Music. Join us as we discuss common goals and challenges in the piano studio and offer research-based ideas and solutions to guide every one of your students to reach their full musical potential with audiation. So we were off for a couple weeks. It's been a busy couple weeks. I've been finishing up study groups, and I know Hannah attended the Gimmel conference. How was that?
1: Oh, I loved it. I do want to give a shout-out to some people. First of all, Marilyn, Jana, Karen, Carla, Paul, and to you, Krista – for contributing uh, to a virtual presentation that we did at the conference. It was very well received. And for those of you who don't know, GIML is the Gordon Institute for Music Learning. And every other year, they host an international conference. And this year was wonderful. There were so many great presenters. I was inspired and I learned so much.
0: Oh, yeah, the conferences are always so inspiring. And I can't wait to go in person in 2023.
1: Yes, me too. And I hope that we are able to see some of our listeners and Facebook community there in 2023. So in our last episode, Krista and I discussed the first two sections of the Music Moves for Piano Lesson Plans in books one through five. It made for a really long episode, so we decided to split up the final two so it's a bit more digestible. Today, we're going to focus just on the Exploration Creativity Improvisation
0: Activities, also known as ECI for short. And as we've mentioned before, and we'll continue to mention, creative activities are vital to music learning. Why, you ask? Well, let's compare it to language learning. Imagine learning a new language, let's say Spanish, by learning individual words, listening to others talk, and using your vocabulary words only in sentences and phrases that are given to you. Imagine doing just this for a few years and then going to Spain. How would you feel communicating in Spanish? Let me tell you, I took Spanish for five years before going to Spain. And I completely froze when I got there. And I think I just spoke English most of the time. (laughs) Learning vocabulary, writing sentences, and learning verb conjugations, and very little for my understanding of the language. My seventh grade Spanish teacher actually spoke Spanish to us for the first few days of class, just Spanish. We were all just kind of sitting back, not knowing a thing that he said, but then he kind of just gave up on it. But imagine if he kept going and I had had five years of being immersed in the Spanish language with lots of opportunities to practice my communication skills. So then when we think of the language example musically, let's imagine if we teach music by having our students listen to the music of others, learn notes and patterns, and then use those notes and patterns only in pieces that were written by others, nothing else. Those are all great things, but nothing else. Would they fully understand music? The answer is no, they won't. Our students won't fully understand music if we don't give them the chance to take what they learn from pattern instruction, from keyboard skills, and from performance pieces and rote solos and use what they learn to create something new. Remember sequence. We have our listening vocabulary, our performing vocabulary, including singing, chanting, playing the piano, and then our audiating, improvising vocabulary. Audiation is included with uh, improvisation, with creating. Our students cannot fully audiate if they don't create. Luckily, so much of this is already set up in Music Moves for Piano. The activities written into the books are purposeful and sequential. The ECI activities, exploration, creativity, improvisation, they use what the students are learning and have learned in their pattern instruction, in their keyboard skills, in their performance pieces. And they use that in projects that develop audiation. You know, Krista, it's
1: amazing how each of these sections of the lesson plan connect. I don't know about you, but in preparing these episodes on each of the lesson aspects and in doing the same with an upcoming webinar series, (laughs) shameless plug, (laughs) sometimes I found it challenging to really just focus in on one aspect of the lesson when all of these lesson aspects connect and relate to each other in very simple ways and in some rather profound ways.
0: Absolutely. And as I teach these books, and now I have lots of students in book three, every single time, every day that I'm teaching, I see just how beautifully these sections complement one another and really build audiation skills together. So true. So let's talk about where we find these ECI activities. You're going to find projects in the student books on the first page of each unit, and activities in the teacher's lesson plans after keyboard geography and technique and before review. It's really important to do each one with your student. Sometimes I do them in order, sometimes I skip around, sometimes I do a couple in one lesson, and then a couple in the next, but I always do them all. For the projects in the student book, I have the students read the directions as they progress through the steps. I do this because it's important for the students to learn the vocabulary and to understand labels. Of course, I'm there to help them if there's anything they need, but my goal is for the student book projects to be completed independently in the lesson. So here's an example of a book one student book project. We're going to do the Rhythm Context Triple Meter Project. Can you read through the first step? Sure. A four macrobeat triple meter rhythm pattern. Alright, a four macrobeat, do dee do pattern, ready chant. Do daddy do
1: do daddy do. Play the rhythm pattern on one piano key. Improvise an idea. Using the rhythm pattern. Use a connected style of
0: articulation. <laughs> that was very close. Of articulation. Can you say articulation?
1: Articulation. Yes.
0: So with our do-doddy-doo, do daddy do, what style of articulation are you going to use? Connected. <sighs> connected. All right. Let's hear your connected idea. How many times did you play the pattern? Two. Now, it's our last step. Um, what did the idea sound like? What did it sound like to you? A baby bird hatching. And now the activities in the teacher's lesson plans are teacher-led. The teacher brings the students through the steps. So here's an example of an activity from the teacher's lesson plans, ECI, from book two. All right, Lucy, can you press the damper pedal all the way to the floor, please? And find the low register of the keyboard. You're going to find three white piano keys under a group of two, and you're going to start with C. Can you play those three white keys for me? Now, find a set of three black scale that's what we're going to create with today so go ahead and set yourself up i'm going to give you a pattern and you're going to create with that pattern using those sets of keys yep make sure you have that pedal down excellent here's your pattern do data do day do to data do Do day, do today, do day, do. Do data, do day, do day, do yep. Do Duter do do, do. do ta day, do day, do ta When students improvise, remember to be encouraging and supportive and to accept each new creation. There is a freedom to sitting at the piano and creating something new, but some students might feel intimidated by the idea. We want students to feel comfortable creating and improvising not only because it's an important part of the curriculum, but also because it's Just plain fun. It is.
1: And, you know, I was not asked or instructed to improvise until I was a music major in college. And I know now that not improvising is something that held me back in my musical growth. And when I was asked to improvise, it was scary because there were too many steps involved at first. And that's really why I love the Music Moves approach to improvising, because it's one step at a time in a very logical sequence.
0: Oh, yeah, absolutely. It's one step at a time in a logical sequence, and it's something that we do every single lesson from the first lesson. So it's just a natural part of coming to piano lessons, and it becomes a natural part of practice at home as well. So now that we've covered the importance of these activities, the two types of activities in the curriculum, the ones from the student book and the teacher's lesson plan, and the overall supportive environment that we want to create. Let's just do a quick overview of the activities you'll find in each book. In book one, you'll find projects that's introduce improvising with rhythm patterns and the functions that are introduced in our LSAs, macro microbe, division, division elongation. Students are taking those rhythm patterns and improvising with them with random keys, um, often repeating them to create phrases, two phrases or four phrases. Around the middle of book one, students start to create with tonal patterns, the tonic and the dominant in G-do, F-do, C-do, f sharp do, and a law students also improvise with performer controls so there may be projects that say choose what articulation you want to use or dynamics or where on the keyboard do you want to create also sound images what does your improvisation or creation sound like or create something that sounds like a sunny day The Book 2 ECI projects continue to develop what's covered in Book 1 and adds projects that introduce the damper pedal and whole-tone scale, projects that build awareness of the types of patterns used, such as create with two-tone tonal patterns or repeated tones, also with form. Tempo is added as a performer control, using rhythm patterns from songs and also changing meter when improvising with rhythm patterns. Book three projects, again, continue to develop what's covered in the first two books using the ever-growing total and rhythm vocabularies the students have, and also adds projects such as improvising over a harmonic progression, creating with chromatic sounds, exploring the sounds of different tonalities and changing meters and tonalities of familiar folk tunes. Book four projects continue to develop audiation with projects using the students' by now very large tonal and rhythm vocabularies. The projects continue to build the skills learned in books one through three, and students also reharmonize familiar tunes, create duets and accompaniments, improvise in Dorian and Mixolydian, and even create a theme and variation by exploring the different possibilities for variations that they've learned, such as melodic variations, rhythmic variations, changing tonality, meter, and chiality, reharmonizing, and creating an introduction and even interludes. Book five projects add to everything that has already been learned with projects that focus on improvising and using all tonalities, now including Lydian, Phrygian, Aeolian, and Locrian. Book five students' work on creating introductions and endings, improvising using all the meters learned, which now also include unusual and combined meters. They write motives and use inversion, retrograde, augmentation, and diminution. And they improvise using the chromatic median. They do so much in this (laughs) method. It's amazing.
1: You know, I just love these episodes that we've been working on because they remind me how amazing music learning theory is and how grateful I am to Marilyn for applying music learning theory to piano instruction. I, every day, I wish my piano teacher growing up knew about music moves for piano. Our students are really fortunate to have this method.
0: Yes. Yes, they are. And can you imagine going to our university ear training and music theory classes with this kind of understanding? So much of it I learned on paper without any comprehension of how it sounded or how to use it. Krista, I think about that all the time. And while we can't go back, we most
1: certainly can go forward with our students guiding them to audiation and genuine musical understanding. Mm -hmm, Absolutely. And one of the greatest ways to do that is through exploration, creativity, improvisation, activities, and projects. I agree. Well, thank you, Krista. This actually sets up the next week's episode really well, because you're going to hear a lot of these ideas and activities also reflected in the performance pieces. And as the upcoming school year approaches, Music Learning Academy has a lot planned. And if you have not already done so, join the mailing list so you can be notified of our upcoming events and study
0: groups. And you'll find a link to join our mailing list at musiclearningacademy.com slash keys to music learning. Thank you for joining us and we'll see you soon.